Peace, family, and welcome to episode one of CloseFistBoxing.com's Knuckle Up Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jay, and I'm excited, man. I'm real excited to be here with you again. I know it's been quite some time, and I've had some people asking me, you know, when you're going to drop that first episode. Uh, you know, sadly to say, uh, this first episode does come uh, in the wake of uh, a tragic loss, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention um, the loss of our brother and soldier, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Um, you know, it was a sad day, man, when, you know, that information uh, was coming across the internet. Uh, when I was told, when I was initially told about it, it was from my daughter that, uh, you know, she was she was completely blown away. Uh, you know, this young man has touched so many people's lives. And, you know, I have to be honest, I had no idea that he was such a, a cultural icon, you know, and that he had been you know, working on so many things that would bring about some changes. So, you know, what I like to do is uh, kind of deviate from, you know, what would be uh, a scripted produced episode and just kind of, you know, take this time to, you know, pay homage to uh, the brother Nipsey and, you know, uh, actually with us being a boxing related podcast, you know, we're an informational podcast, we're a podcast for the people. So, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't take a little bit of time and in, in true boxing fashion, uh, I'd like to actually, you know, not only dedicate this episode, but uh, I'd like to have the bell rung in recognition of uh, a fighter who uh, we definitely lost too soon. So uh, I'd like to take a moment of silence and recognize the loss of the brother Nipsey Hussle. So, uh, with that being said, let's kind of uh, give the people something that uh, I'm sure has been uh, actually questionable. Uh, a lot of people see the logo of Closed Fist Boxing, and uh, I think it sparks a little bit of controversy, you know, in the minds of those who, you know, in this day and age, everything is, is controversial. You know, nobody can see anything for just what it is. Uh, you know, everybody is sensitive. Everybody's overly sensitive, if you ask me. But um, I'm going to take a little bit of time. And, and if you haven't been to the website, uh, in the About section of the website, it gives you a little bit of understanding of what the whole concept of closed fist boxing, uh, the logo, uh, the movement, uh, the apparel. So uh, coming from the horse's mouth, uh, the proverbial horse's mouth, I'm going to give you a bit of a breakdown. Um, one thing about me. Uh, as an individual, nothing about my life has been uh, basic. Uh, I think I've been the type of person to go against the grain, so to speak, in almost everything that I've done. You know, not to say that's a good or a bad thing, but I think it's made me uh, who I am today. Um, I think some of the things that I've been through have given me uh, the the foresight, so to speak, to you know have a bit of an understanding of what direction I wanted my life to go in and. You know, in making some of the mistakes that I've made in the past, you know, I actually chose the name as a, I guess, as a catalyst uh, to uh, open up doors uh, to change in my own personal life. Um, so I guess the, the, the best thing to do is kind of give the people an introduction to who Coach Jay is. Um, other than a boxing coach, I'm a dad. Uh, I'm a husband. Uh somewhat of a mentor you know I like to think that some of the things that I've been through in my own personal life can actually kind of 
you know, help other people. And, you know, it, it kind of brings me, I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to, you know, upload this episode, uh, you know, in the midst of everything going on with the brother Nipsey, because, um, you know, in, in looking at the internet and looking at a lot of the blog sites and listen to certain podcasts and all of the, the social media uh, vampires out there, you know, you have people attempting to, uh, any, anytime there's a tragedy in, in our community, some, there's always somebody attempting to, to profit from it, somebody who's attempting to get a name from it. Uh, you've had people, you know, constantly uh, looping and, and uh, posting the video of the tragedy of what happened to that brother. And, you know, unfortunately, we have people like that, that who do exist. So a, a part of the reason why, aside from my own personal uh, tragedies, having to adapt and overcome, part of the reason why I've pushed back was because I really didn't want to be one of those uh, one of those uh, those uh, culture vultures who are out for some type of fame and notoriety by posting something about that brother's uh, uh, tragic demise. But because he is our brother, he is my brother. I definitely would be remiss if I didn't. Uh, give some light to um, my own life in reference to what I've learned about his life. Um, uh, I, I in no way, shape, form, or fashion would like to try to compare myself to everything that he's uh, accomplished, to everything that he was in the process of accomplishing. But I would like to say that now that I've, I've begun to learn more about him and what his life meant to his community, uh, I'd like to actually pattern certain aspects of my own personal life to his. Uh, hence the name Closed Fist Boxing. So as a former amateur fighter, um, no claim to fame, to greatness in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but as a former amateur fighter, uh, somebody whose uh, hopes were to become a professional, um, that was basically uh, a very short-lived uh, dream, one that I woke up from very quickly. Um, but I actually uh, didn't... I didn't leave the sport when it comes to uh, the dedication, uh, the drive, and the ability to sacrifice to you know get to uh, that level of, of, of accomplishment or to get to uh, some level of greatness. Um, I am a I'm a very dedicated person when it comes to the sport of boxing. Uh, if you if you ever have a conversation with my wife or anyone that knows me, she'll tell you that. Or they'll tell you that I eat, sleep, and breathe this sport. And I've always been told that a person will put most of their time into something that they love the most. Well, I would never put the sport before my family or loved ones. So, you know, I needed to come up with something that would allow me to uh, not just be a part of the sport, but to be a part of something that would be more so of a movement. If you look at the logo and you see the closed fist, and you look closely at your own fist, you close a good tight fish you look closely at it then you'll see the shape of a box or a square uh, boxing uh, is a sport that you hear the term square circle uh, that terminology being applied to the ring that we fight in the actual word boxing comes from the fist and the shape of the fist that's made uh, when two pugilists or when two fighters get ready to go into combat so when you look at the closed fist and you think about it in terms of um, subliminal meaning. You know, someone closed their fist or balls their fist up. Uh, that's a sign of, uh, I guess, uh, aggression. Uh, 
Uh, it's a sign of preparation. Uh, it's a sign of awareness. Uh, it's a sign of readiness. So, you know, in reference to being able to deliver something through boxing that would help to develop some state of awareness, not just amongst black people or people of color, but among all people. Um, the whole purpose for the closed fist boxing movement is not to radicalize or not to politicize uh, the fist. The whole purpose is to give an understanding of uh, how boxing can be used as a catalyst to bring people together. Um, you know, let's be real, you know, we live in a society where not all races are going to get along in perfect harmony. Hell, we live in a society where not even black people get along in perfect harmony. But I find it to be necessary that, you know, we attempt to create uh, dialogue, meaningful dialogues, not just uh, wasted conversations. You know, uh, closed fist boxing for me is uh, the type of movement that I believe can actually create necessary conversations between people who normally wouldn't even take a second to talk to each other. If you haven't been to a live boxing event, just take a moment, you know, find you one in your local area or hell, even buy a ticket and fly out to one and just look around and see how many different uh, ethnicities and cultures are there, you know, either rooting for their person or just there in support of somebody who's on the fight card. And you'll see everybody in one place. You'll see white, black, uh, Hispanic, Asian. You'll see all these people in one place. And you'll see the impact that this sport can actually have on any group of people. Now, me being a boxing coach and being in the gym all the time, I get an opportunity to actually work with the kids who, under normal circumstances, are not very, uh, they're not very outward. They're not big on communicating. The most communication that they do is when they're at home on a live uh, game console playing against other guys. So boxing has been a means to get with young kids and give them a voice. And, you know, people have, tend, have, have tended to say that sports mimics life. Boxing is the one sport that when you think about the struggles and the fights of uh, let's, let's just let's just keep it real and just, let's just use black people. When you think about the struggle and the fight black people have had to fight in this country for so many hundreds of years and then you see a black man become a world champion or you see a black man go over to Germany to represent the United States of America in a professional uh, boxing event and that should excite you that should give you some type of uh, I mean that, that should give purpose to who you are and I'm not saying that everybody's going to be able to use boxing as their means to identify with something that gives them purpose but I think that we need to start somewhere, right? So 
in the wake of this untimely uh, loss of Nipsey Hussle, I think we have to take a step back and we have to reevaluate, you know, what's most important. I think we have to come up with something. I think we have to, as a people, first, I think we have to come up with a way to bridge the gap. Us hurting each other, us going on social media, tearing each other apart, us not showing support for local businesses in our own communities and our own neighborhoods, it's not helping. I tell you who it is helping. It's helping those who would prefer to see our demise come about. And you know, I'm 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 not I'm not very excited when it comes to being able to do a podcast and have to speak on these things, but you know, I don't mind taking the hit and being ridiculed and being uh, talked down upon, you know, for for calling people out. You know, I'm I'm only able to do it because I've been that person. I've been someone who has brought destruction to a community. And I've been that person who has had to see the pain that he's caused to people around him. So I want this episode to just be an introduction uh, to Coach Jay, to Closed Fist Boxing. Uh, I'd like to invite everybody to uh, go by the site. You know, everybody, you always have a phone in your hand or some type of electronic device. Go by the site, www.closedfistboxing.com. Register. Register. uh, go on the, the blog, uh, register there, and uh, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, that means you've already registered for the podcast and the update. So I'd like to thank you for that. Um, so in moving forward, Close Fist Boxing and Close Fist Boxing Academy, which is uh, coming soon, tentatively the end of 2019, uh, we're not just uh, going to be teaching you know kids and teaching people how to box. What we want to do is uh, like our motto says, we want to train to win and train for life. There's so many different things that goes on in life or that go on in life uh, for a young kid that he hasn't, he or she hasn't been prepped for or prepared for. So there's a big difference between uh, teaching and uh, just showing somebody how to do something or telling someone how to do something. You know, this is why the word trainer or training is so essential in the sport of boxing. Because training is a mechanism that gives somebody a tool that will help them further down the road. You know, when a person exercises, and exercising, it is, it's very, uh, very beneficial to the body, very beneficial to the heart. But exercising is an act that you do to receive an immediate benefit in that moment. Will you break a sweat? Of course you will. Will you be fatigued? Of course you will. But exercise is something that actually gives you an immediate gratification on a physical stand, right? Training, on the other hand, training is that one thing. It's a mechanism that uh, it's a conditioning that benefits you two, three months down the road. All right. Good example. If your car breaks down and you manage to get it close to the side of the road, but it's only a few feet where you're completely clear of traffic. If you put your car in neutral and you're able to turn the wheel and push and give a few good pushes until it's finally to the side of the road, that's probably gonna gas the hell out of you. 
you're going to be tired and possibly going to be sweating depending upon the climate. That's a form of exercise. You got an immediate uh, response from your body from doing that act. But I actually don't think anybody is going to push their car every time they want to get some exercise. I think I'm right about that. But training is something that you plan for. It's something that you map out. Uh, it's a strategy to get somewhere, right? And it's not something that's short-lived. And this is why everyone can't do it. This is why everyone can't be a part of this sport. This is why everyone can't be a Nipsey Hustle because everyone's not prepared to go through uh, the, the changes and the mechanism that you have to go through to get to that particular point. Uh, for myself as a coach, I've actually uh, uh, I've actually groomed myself behind the study of people who are actually uh, tried and 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 true to this sport. Um, people who put in a whole lot of work, and people who are willing to teach others uh, and help them to develop their training mechanisms. And so uh, I found this clip that I, I find it to be very inspirational. Um, the voice that you hear is uh, the brother Will Smith. And, uh, you know, I've actually started to, uh, uh, to, to listen to certain things that he's spoken about. Uh, and that dude is, is amazingly smart, you know, not just talented. But uh, I want to give this to those of you listening and um, challenge you to actually attempt to get yourself to uh, this point, all right? So just be patient with us. I mean, I've never really viewed myself as particularly talented. Where I excel is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. You know, while the other guy's sleeping, I'm working. While the other guy's eating, I'm working. I have a great time with my life. Wow, that's profound, right? So, I know I've, I've kind of digressed from giving just the full meaning of uh, who is Coach J and what is Close Fist Boxing because, uh, you know, as I sit here and I look at uh, my footnotes here on the computer screen and uh, I'm, I'm so far away from what, what I had structured because most of it was in reference to uh, Nipsey Hussle. Um, that 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 little piece right there uh, from Will Smith uh, has inspired me. Okay, it's inspired me to make some changes, not just in my life and how I approach things and my own work ethic, but it's inspired me to be that for other people. That is something that I want to take on a bigger scale. Um, my academy uh, for boxing is not just going to be, you know, a bunch of people inside of a gym sweating and grunting and hitting the bag and sparring. You know, for those kids who are coming from places that they don't have the guidance or they don't have someone to be there and be patient with them, someone to talk to them about things that are kind of off the cuff, someone to give them some tools. You know, here, here's... Here's one of the things that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this away. 
here's one of the things that makes closed fist boxing uh, a little bit different from some of the other uh, gyms and, and boxing academies. A kid under a certain age comes to closed fist boxing and somehow he made his way into the gym and he's not with a parent, he's not with a guardian, he's by himself and he's under the age of 15 and he just walks up and he says, you know, I want to learn how to box, what I need to do. Well, my first question to him, as young as he is, is going to be, why do you want to know how to box? Why do you want to learn? And his response at 15 is probably going to be something like, um, I've always wanted to learn how to fight. Now, me not knowing anything about this kid, he could possibly be somebody who's been being uh, picked on, bullied, you know, um, and he wants to come up with a way to not just defend himself, but he wants to come up with a way to get some get back. Now, from a level of responsibility, uh, I think it would be real negligent of me to give a kid who obviously comes from a place where he doesn't get a lot of guidance to give a kid something as dangerous as the ability to use his hands to take a person down. So we have uh, a structure with Closed Fist Boxing Academy. We have a structure. We have a structure that uh, it's over a two week period. Uh, it's a curriculum that requires all kids under a certain age to have um, some peer counseling. No, we don't have a counselor on hand, but we have people who have had hours, uh, enough hours of peer counseling in uh, corrective thinking, uh, rationally emotive therapy, and anger management. Because, you know, I think a lot of times uh, you give one thing without the other and you create an imbalance with a lot of these kids. You look in the news and you see these guys that are 21, 22 years old that have been to the Olympics, man, have, have represented the country on a global scale, and then they turn professional, and then they, they, they get all this fame and notoriety, but they're still just that kid from the hood. No one ever gave them uh, the tools. No one ever put the tools in their box, in, in, in their uh, mental and emotional toolbox to even cope with their own uh, mindset or to cope with what they consider to be their own anger issues so you know no we're not you know closed fist boxing is not the the complete answer to someone who has anger issues but what we like to do we're not in the business of uh, some type of uh, immense psychotherapy so you know I don't want anyone listening to think that you know this is some coach that's got some uh, some type of person in the gym that's going to be trying to get into your kid's head. But, you know, somebody somebody really does need to take the time to, to get to know these kids' pads, how well they can throw a punch, right? How well they can uh, work with you on the mitts. You know, when you look at a lot of the kids that are now going into the pros, man, you know, you can actually hear where they're lacking everything. And, you know, I hate to say it, and I hate to be the one to say it, but let's deal with the elephant in the room. Uh, those people who have the, the best careers, the careers with the longevity, those people who actually end up with the respect in the, in the sport of boxing are actually the kids who came through the amateurs and somebody had a plan. You know, somebody had a plan for them. Somebody was actually by their side 
to help groom them. And now when you look up and you see who it is that came to the sport young, who still exists, and who is actually somebody who is somewhat of an ambassador of the sport, then I could give you a few examples. Okay? Um, and I'm talking about people who are actually uh, good examples for the sport of boxing. Right? I'm talking about like an Andre Ward who walked away from the sport and now he's doing so many different things. He's even representing other fighters. I'm talking about a Canelo Alvarez, you know, somebody who actually is a pride for his nation and his country. I'm talking about uh, guys that have actually been groomed. And when you look at, uh, even from, from a British standpoint, an Anthony Joshua, these are people that whether or not they spent any time in somebody's college, you can tell that they fought in the same gyms, they fought in the same amateur tournaments. You can tell that some time has been taken to help to eliminate the negative and reinforce the positive. That they weren't just after they won their first Golden Gloves or their first Junior Nationals, they weren't just uh, boosted up in the head to think that you know they could go on through life and just be however they wanted to be. Now, no, none of those people came through Closest Boxing Academy, but that's the whole premise. The premise is to to give a kid or to give a person something that they're gonna need down the line. That's training, right? That's training, and that takes a little bit of time. You know, that's not some overnight process that takes a little bit of time. So, you know, Coach J as a whole, that's that's basically who I am. The person who wants to 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 see the the bigger picture. And through my movement, uh, through the gear, you know, one of the things I like to do is bring attention to to topics through this podcast and through uh, my blog. I like to bring attention to topics that actually kind of mimic you know what's needed to make a change when a fighter doesn't win when a fighter uh, doesn't perform you know like they think they should have or like their their trainer thinks they should have you know they go back and they they look at tape and they go back and they reevaluate things that were done wrong and we're going to use boxing and we're going to use our podcast and we're going to use the blog to address those issues in in our society today you know so those are some of the things that you have to look forward to uh, when you tune in with me every Sunday. Uh, we're going to give you some some topics that oftentimes are going to be mostly boxing related, but sometimes we're going to kind of get off the script on that. All right. So I'd like to thank you all for, you know, sitting in, you know, listening and, uh, you know, get active with me. You know, um, hit me up on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, all the handles are the same. It's uh, going to be close fist boxing. Uh, and actually go to the website right now www.closefistboxing.com we got some nice gear on there uh, free shipping is available right now uh, don't miss out because the movement is going to be the movement is going to be the movement alright and you know we're going to we like to do some cross promotion with some people we like to link up uh, with some actual community activists those that are actually doing some things uh, we actually like to link up with some organizations that uh, believe that you can use sports to change people's lives, but actually who really want to change someone's life and not just make themselves look good. All right. So, again, thank you for being here with me. I apologize that it's taken me so long to get back 
Uh, we were once with you on another website and a completely different name, but right now the Knuckle Up Pack Podcast. See, I can't even talk right now. The Knuckle Up Podcast is in full effect. Uh, we're back, and we'll be tuning in with you every Sunday. All right, the times will be to, will be uh, available um, on the website, and we will be posting them all over social media. All right, so listen out for us, look out for us, and roll with us while you can. All right, thanks. Be with us. Stay tuned. Peace.